This is Weirdly Enough, your regular podcast for strange stories and amazing facts. Delivered straight to your favorite podcast directory and at weirdlyenough.com. Now, here are your hosts, Andy and Len. Welcome to Weirdly Enough, your weekly installment of all that's weird in the world. You can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um, You can ask your Alexa system to play Weirdly Enough podcast. We're on TuneIn Radio, we're on iHeartRadio, Deezer, Podchaser, Stitcher, Pandora, Podcast Addict, Listen Notes, and lots of other podcast platforms as well. You can also tune in to us by subscribing to our channel for free on YouTube. Uh, I'm joined, uh, I'm Andy Keen, by the way, and I'm joined with Len. Len, how's things? Not too bad. Good, good. Had a good week this week. First week in September. Yes. Um, very autumnal. Very autumnal, yes, it has been. Back yeah. to school and all the rest Back of it. Back to school. Yeah. New pencil cases and... Hey-ho, we're here. Factors. Uh, yeah. So what's it all about this week? It's a bit of a weird one. Are you in the numerology at all? Mm, not really, yeah. The mystical power of numbers. I wouldn't say I have a lucky number. What, what I do with uh, number plates on cars, and this yeah, yeah. kind of has plagued me. In Northern Ireland, you have three letters of four numbers. And I try to add those four numbers up or use uh, maths hmm. to make them come up to 20. So say if it was like a two and a five and a two and a zero, you would say two times fa- five is 10 times two is 20. And there you've got your 20. But you, you have to do it through your subtraction and addition and all. And you have to try and see if it comes up to 20. I've been doing this since I was a kid. And I kind of, oh, I'm driving along going, uh, that one, yeah, that one, I can, I can make 20 out of that. Yeah. People get very odd. People get very OCD about numbers. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> even though numbers are kind of like an abstract kind of concept. Did we ever look into the, um, the 27 Club? The year that uh, people all, all no no we'll come back to that but we yeah. will be looking into that okay good we will be looking yeah. into that that's, that's going to be a big thing coming up um now the number seven is generally thought of as lucky right number uh-huh. 13 is perceived to be unlucky oh no um well uh, yeah in in western culture but i think in china places like that 13 is it's very culturally determined. yeah uh-huh. um, a good number and there's a, a very esoteric kind of Jewish kind of thing of Gematria, uh, which we're not even going to go into because it's incredibly mind-bendingly complicated. Okay. And weird. Well, why was the numbers significant it's, 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 that? It's all, all numbers are, have different significances and it's all to people's names are actually numbers and they can predict the future and stuff like that. Okay. And, and there's guys on YouTube, and if you ever get into Gematria... Right. Uh-huh. It's like falling down the rabbit hole. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. there's YouTube channels and it's just, it's all this, it's crazy stuff and it's all like, you can predict the future because Donald Trump adds a certain amount of numbers so that's, this means in the next year uh-huh. all these things will happen. You know, it's it's all kind of, it's pretty mad stuff, you know. But anyway, um, look, numbers, they continue to be a very significant thing. In America, they've got, have you ever heard of Common Core? Common Core? Yeah. It's a new kind of way of teaching maths in American schools, and it's got things like um, two plus two can't equal five, and all that sort of stuff. And it's, it's two plus two can't or can can equal five. Can't why? I, I don't even want to get into it. It's, it's like I, I think what it is 
it's supposed to teach kids to kind of take a step back and kind of look at things slightly differently. Okay. But it's very controversial because some people think it's a way of, of like messing with kids' minds on purpose, you know, like 1984 style. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, now, a lot of people are saying there's a whole big thing around the number 1111. Like, a lot of people say that they're constantly saying 1111 everywhere. Right. And there's uh-huh. whole communities on social media based around the study of 1111 and its, it's significance, you know. I saw a car number the other day that said 1111. It was no good to me in the old 20s. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't do anything. But anyway, number 23, um, there's a tw- thing called the 23 Enigma, and there's a community of people called the 23 Ardeans, I think that's okay. how you pronounce it. And they're a group of people who subscribe to the mystical power of 23 and constantly sit in multiple combinations in daily life. Mm-hmm. And it does seem to come up. You know, if you look at kind of popular culture, it's constantly been referenced in, in all kinds of weird ways. Um, for example, in the disaster movie Airport, the bomber has seat 23. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number of crosses on Calvary at the end of the Monty Python film, The Life of Bran, is 23. In Die Hard with a Vengeance, a train derails in subway station 23. Right. The lead characters of the Coen brothers... Now, this is going to be a bit of a last show, but just yeah, okay. bear Go with me, it. you know. Yeah. Um, the lead characters of the Coen brothers film The Big Lebowski mm-hmm. always used Lane 23 at the bowling alley. In the television series Lost, one of the combination of six numbers that haunt the characters and they have to input into a computer to avoid an unknown fate is... 23 okay so we go on and we go on now a lot of sports stars have a thing about 23 mm-hmm. uh, Michael Jordan uh, the basketball player wore the number throughout his career um, and a, a classic example is David Beckham yeah he swapped his number 7 Manchester United jersey for number 23 when he joined Real Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. Beckham, he said it was in deference to Jordan, is expected to. Well, I think this all in the past, like, but he had a bit, bit, bit of a thing about 23. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcus Truscovic, the England cricket player, wears number 23. Okay. Um, and Shane Warne also has a thing about number 23. That's in the world of cricket. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it goes into kind of history and stuff like that. Um, the Knights Templar which was an order of crusading monks um, who eventually fell foul of the Vatican and the people in the Florida. There's been a lot of conspiracies theories around them and the legend of the Holy Grail. Okay. Uh, they had 23 Grand Masters. Right. And they were all, uh, the, the leaders of that group were all executed on October the 13th, um, 1323, which was where you get the um, superstition about the number 13 from or Friday the 13th and October the 13th 10 plus 13 equals 23 uh, is when it all happened Um, Mm -hmm. there's a thing called the birthday paradox which states that a group of 23 randomly selected people is the smallest number where there will be a probability higher than 50% that two people will share the same birthday apparently that's a thing the birthday paradox Um, so we get 23 people together there's a higher than 50% chance the two of them will have a birthday. Apparently it's day. a thing, the birthday paradox. They are. Yeah, the, well, I'll come down to Miles. There was an author called William Burroughs and he was obsessed with the number 23. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was living in Tangiers and he met a Captain Clark who ran a ferry between Spain and Morocco. 
One day, Clark told Burroughs that he'd been down the same route for 23 years without incident. Later that day, the ferry sank, killing the captain. Hmm. Whilst Burroughs was thinking about the incident, a radio bulletin announced the crash of a Flight 23 on the New York-Miami route. Uh, the pilot was another Chaplin Clark. Oh. Which is a bit spooky. Very odd. Now, these events spooked Burroughs, and he became obsessed with the number 23. Uh-huh. And every he had, he had a little notebook with him in, his, in the pocket of his jacket. And every time he came across a mysterious coincidence to do the number 23, number 23 on a daily basis, he'd record it. He'd record it, So yeah. he, he, he compiled this kind of endless library of stuff to do with the number 23. Right. His last TV appearance uh, was in the video for U2's Last Night on Earth video. Yeah. Uh, and the letter U from the band U2, the letter U is the 21st in the alphabet, and adding the 2 gives 23. Right. <laughs> so the, the, these strange... Coincidences tend to pile up after a while. Uh-huh. Um, the, the, the KLF, do you remember the KLF? Yeah. They were obsessed with 23. Um, Bill Drummond and Jimmy Cotting uh, were once known as the justified agents of Moomoo, if you yes. remember back yeah. in the 90s, uh-huh. which has 23 letters mm-hmm. and comes from the novel of Robert Anton Wilson, who was another 23 obsessive. A police car used for the video of the KLF's number one, Doctoring the TARDIS. Mm-hmm. Um, had 23 painted on the roof. Their final performance lasted 23 minutes and they incinerated £1 million on a remote Scottish island on the 23rd of August 1994. And there's another band um, called Psychic TV mm-hmm. um, who released 23 live albums on the 23rd day of 23 consecutive months. Um, and it, it, do you want to hear some more 23? Because this is incredible once you go under. Have you ever heard of Virus B23? No, what's that? Williams Bur- William Burroughs wrote a book called In the Cities of the Night. Right. Uh, and there was a subplot involving a radioactive virus which mm. caused sexual delirium and spontaneous ejaculation of radioactive semen. Could be nasty. And death. All uh, right. I was going to say it sounds intriguing, but maybe, <laughs> maybe not so so much, you know. Yeah. All right. So uh, yeah, virus B twenty three. Uh, do you also have you also heard of a company called Twenty Three and Me? Yes, because that's to do with you know chromosomes and genomes and all that sort of stuff. Isn't yeah, it? I think um, I think you have twenty three chromosomes or yeah. something or yeah. Uh, but certainly, yeah, humans have uh, 23 pairs of chromosomes in each cell, which make up 46 chromosomes total. So The average human physical biorhythm is 23 days. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. In the Beatles film Yellow Submarine, the butterfly stomper, he destroys all things of beauty, wears a shirt with the number 23. With the number 23 on it. The Latin alphabet has 23 letters, and it takes 23 seconds for the blood to circulate around your body right yeah. so maybe maybe 23 is actually the answer to all things uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know I like what was it the answer to everything in life is 42 that mm-hmm. was on the the guide to the galaxy or yeah. whatever it was uh-huh. maybe it's not maybe it's 23 maybe all things are 23 uh, Julius Caesar was stabbed 23 times when he was assassinated right uh-huh. um, you remember, have you ever heard of a gangster called Dutch Schultz in the days right. of Prohibition no, I don't think so. Right, well, there's a character called Mad Dog Call, a gangster, back in the old days, in the 20s. Um, and he was shot on 23rd Street. It doesn't say what city, but he was shot on the 23rd Street when he was 23 years old. A year later, Dutch Schultz, who paid for the Call assassination, 
was himself fatally shot on October the 23rd, 1935. Mm. Schultz's killer, Charlie Wogman, served 23 years of a life sentence and then was then paroled. Mm. Um, April the 23rd, on this date, there's more recorded UFO sightings in that day than any other day of the year. April 23rd. Which also happens to be William Shakespeare's mm-hmm. birthday. Mm. So what is going on? Is, is the universe maybe having a bit of a bit of a laugh yes every parent contributes 23 chromosomes to start a human life egg and sperm cells in humans have 23 chromosomes which fuse and divide to create an embryo hence 23 and me back in 2007 a film was released called the number 23 it hmm. starred jim carrey yes uh yeah it, it didn't do too well it got an approval rating of eight percent on the uh, movie review site rotten tomatoes i like it check it out I don't know. yeah it check it out yeah Do, does it, is that a character that just gets obsessed with the number 23 I think so yeah uh-huh. I think so so yeah 23 very interesting 23 yeah yeah. Uh, there's so much about it on, on the net yeah it's one, it's one of these things you, you do go down the rabbit hole yeah uh-huh. now there is a thing as well called the 2317 phenomenon because mm-hmm. there seems to be some strange link between 23 and 17 but I didn't really want to go into it on this because when you be there you be there all day basically mm-hmm. yeah. but yeah it's kind of a, a brief introduction but yeah it's interesting very good 23 Enigma um, good we'll be back with another story uh, I'm going to be looking at uh, UFO sightings throughout Scotland uh, right after this An article in Scotland's Daily Record reveals that around 4% of Scots believe that aliens are living amongst us. That's according to a YouGov survey. They catalogued four of the most amazing UFO encounters in Scotland. And these include, first one here, I saw the A70 incident. A half hour journey turned into an hour and a half journey for friends Gary Wood and Colin Wright back in 1992 near the village of Tarbrax in West Lothian. Both men claimed to be stripped and examined by strange creatures aboard a craft before being returned to earth. They never uh, changed their story since then. Uh, And they've even passed the TV lie detector test. So yeah. Stripped and examined by strange creatures. Yes, and then sent on their way. With a flea in their ear, no and, doubt. And where was this? Um, West Lothian. Maybe that's, just, maybe that's just a typical night out in West Lothian. I think it yeah. could be. Uh, the the Prestwick incident. I, I think this one's funny. But anyway, did aliens stop by for a visit uh, to the only place Elvis Presley ever set foot in the UK? In 1999, an air traffic controller reported a fast-moving, unexplained craft moving on radar. MOD officials impounded recordings of the radar... Uh, and launched an investigation. But of course, 10 years later, when the report was published, no evidence could be found to corroborate the story. Mm. But I kind of think it could have been a lot of things. There could be, you know, anomalies that make the radar show funny things or, you know, something driving past on the road that bounced a signal off, you know. But it's a bit of a stretch, really, isn't it? Talking of Elvis... Mm. We should do a show about Elvis uh-huh. because yeah. he is so weird and wacky. You could pull together a whole definitely show about uh-huh. just, just about Elvis. I think yeah. I uh, I visited Tour Graceland, yeah. and it's like um, it's like the Disneyland for yeah, Elvis. Yeah. There's all these different sheds all around it uh, on the other side of the road from the house, and just everything there. There's Elvis in the army, and Elvis this, and Elvis that, and you know it's quite funny because Elvis in the army. There's 
like letters from the, the like high up generals to the commanding off- officer saying, "By the way, this is Elvis." So just you know, let him do his own thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Dachmont Woods incident, I hope I'm saying that right to the people in Scotland. Back in uh, 1979, the year of my birth, actually, Robert Taylor claimed to have encountered an unusual metal ball hovering in a clearing in Dachmont Law Woods in West Lothian. Again, West Lothian, an area popular with dog walkers and joggers. Well, that's what they said they were up to anyway. <laughs> Robert alleges that two smaller metal globes appeared and dragged him towards the object before he lost consciousness. Cops and investigated uh, and found unusual marks that didn't match any vehicle an analysis on robert's clothing showed that they were likely ripped by sharp upward pulls such as a mechanical device and the last one here is the falkirk triangle attracting more than 300 sightings of alien beings and spaceships on a daily basis three i know that must be weekly or monthly i don't know but anyway it's bonnie bridge in falkirk it's considered by many to be the ufo capital of the world Again, and back in 1992, it seems like a popular year for extraterrestrial visitors, a businessman said he saw some strange lights in the sky while driving home. He initially thought the lights were stars, uh, but as he watched, they started to move and form a triangle shape. Due to the amount of sightings and strange encounters in the area, local councillor Billy Buchanan has travelled down uh, had travelled down to Downing Street to demand an investigation into the incidents in Bunnybridge, uh, which many believe could be a portal to another dimension. Interesting. Not Downing Street, but Bunnybridge. Yeah. Yeah, that's no, that's interesting. That is interesting. Yes. Thanks for listening. Uh, I find a good uh, podcast this week. If you you know, I like I like to big up other podcasts. Danielle Perry, uh, who's a presenter on Absolute Radio, does one oh. called Elevenses, where she asks uh, different celebrities 11 questions, the same 11, 11 questions. Um, she started off with Carl Pilkington, and that was a really good interview. She's done Steve Coogan, Jeff Goldblum. Those two were part of kind of media junkets for for them, you know, promoting books or movies and, and things like that. So time was really restricted on those but they're quite good jeff goldblum's an interesting character so uh, yeah worth worth searching uh, that and checking it out of course if you like our podcast do spread it around do share do like it uh, do leave a review if you use apple uh, and let people know that you like it we'll be back again next week folks thanks for listening thanks for listening to weirdly enough remember to subscribe to get the latest edition as soon as it drops And don't forget to leave a review. Email us about anything we've discussed or with your own weird tale at podcast at weirdlyenough.com.